0: Coming to you live, it's San Miguel Talk Story, a bilingual podcast presented by the San Miguel Storytellers and the San Miguel Literary Sala. Our next story is uh, Nancy Hartcastle and the story is called Resurrection. God never seems to answer my prayers when I ask him to heal somebody. Not for me, and not anybody else. And now Michael's dead. I thought it was gonna be different this time, because you know it wasn't just me praying by myself, but it was a whole group of us, and we were fasting too. But it wasn't different. And it's kind of embarrassing to admit, but I have to admit that I was more disappointed that God hadn't healed Michael Then I was sad that he had died. (laughs) I know, it's bad, right? The thing is, I hardly knew the guy. I mean, really, none of us did. He was my friend Wong's roommate, and he wasn't old, but he was sick. And eventually, he wound up in the hospital. Well, I was going to graduate school in Hawaii at the time, and I had recently met this group of Christians. And they believed that if you prayed hard enough for somebody, that God would heal them. If you had enough faith though. Well, I had a ton of faith. And the thing I wanted to do more than anything was to pray for somebody and for God to heal them. And there was a woman in the group, Mary Jo. And Mary Jo had so much faith that one day, she had even prayed for God to resurrect the pet family rabbit. (laughs) Well, the rabbit stayed dead, but I had to hand it to Mary Jo. That was a lot of (laughs) faith. So our group, we prayed for Michael, and for a while it looked like he was gonna pull through, but then he didn't. Well, it was Mary Jo's idea that we should ask God to resurrect Michael. (laughs) I know, I know, but listen, Since it was people that God resurrected in the Bible, and not rabbits, I thought maybe we had a chance. (laughs) And so as soon as they transferred Michael from the hospital to the mortuary, we got started. We all met in the parking lot of the mortuary. And Mike was there, and Kathy, and they had their baby, and so we put the baby in the backpack. And of course, Mary Jo was there, and her husband Merle, and then there was a few others of us. And so we started right away. We started marching and cir- in circles and praying, and marching in circles and praying, just like in the Bible. And we went back the next day, and we did it all over again. And, you know, as we're marching, we start to wonder, what's going to happen if Michael actually does get raised from the dead? <laughs> Is he going to need clothes? And so we started bringing a bag of clothes and some flip-flops. And we knew the clothes were going to be too big and the flip-flops were pink, but we figured who's going to care what the guy's wearing if he's just been raised from the dead, right? <laughs> so we march around and we pray, nothing happened. We march around and we pray, nothing happens more pretty soon it didn't matter because it was time for the funeral and i remember standing at the grave i was just so disappointed and i couldn't understand why hadn't god answered my prayers i couldn't imagine that it was a lack of faith on my part i mean i had just gotten through marching around a mortuary in circles for a week and so all i could imagine was that it was a lack of willingness on God's part. And this really hurt my feelings, and it made me feel like like God just didn't care. And I thought, it doesn't matter how much big faith I have, because here we are. Well, it was Mary Jo's idea that we needed to go back to the cemetery after the funeral and keep praying that God would resurrect Michael. Okay, let me just say, so you're clear, we knew this was weird, right? (laughs) But, you know, the good thing was, well, she thought that we needed to shout Michael awake. We need to shout him back to life. (laughs) I know. And so, but the good thing was that you can't shout in the cemetery in the daytime, right? You're going to have to go at night. And so it's going to be way less embarrassing at night. Unless we get arrested. (laughs) So we all showed up in the parking lot of the cemetery and one by one we climb over the chain link fence. And so now we were trespassing. We passed the baby over the fence. (laughs) We passed the stroller over the fence because by now the baby's pretty heavy. But the thing about the baby is that we know if we have a baby in a stroller with us, the chances of getting arrested are greatly reduced. (laughs) And so we start walking down the path and you can hear the little whoosh, whoosh of the palm trees and the breeze and I am creeped out. I don't wanna feel cold fingers on my neck or anything keep going down and down it just seemed like an eternity but finally we get there we get to the gravesite and so right away we started praying and we shouted wake up michael <laughs> and nobody came the police didn't come and There was no security guards that came running, and nothing happened. I mean, nothing happened. But it was okay, because we had decided we were gonna do this for three days. Because do you know if it's good enough for Jesus, right? And so we pray, and we shout, nothing happens. But we go back again the next day. So, So we pray, and we shout, wait! Up, my God! And you know, it was less scary now because we'd already done it one time, but the stakes were happening. And so we pray and we shout, and we pray and we shout. Nothing happened. So then we go back on day three. parking lot, over the fence, down grave and we prayed and we shouted and we prayed and we shouted and nothing happened and nothing happens and finally we just said we're done here and so we packed up the clothes and the flip-flops We climbed back over that chain link fence and we never went back and eventually I got really tired of asking God for things that I needed way more than I needed Michael to be resurrected and nothing happening and nothing happening some more and me feeling so disappointed and just crushed. And so finally one day, I just said, that's it. And I stopped. I stopped praying and begging and asking and taking God so personally. And I stopped feeling so unimportant. I guess you could say, I woke up. Thank you. The San Miguel Storytellers is a non profit organization intent on bringing back the oral tradition of storytelling to San Miguel de Allende, Mexico. If you would like to make a donation, volunteer, for get more information, visit SanMiguelStorytellers.com.